0: Hello, pet lovers, and a warm tail wag welcome to all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Did Fido poop today? My name is Jennifer Maroney, and I am the owner of Critter Sitters, and More. And this podcast is all about the health and care of our pet family. I invite you to head on over to our website, crittersittersandmore.com, and check out the Critter Parent Resources tab for more great information. And of course, be sure to like, follow, and share our Facebook page, Peninsula. Now for today's topic. Welcome back to another episode of Did Fido Poop Today? I'm so excited to be joining you. And uh, as you may have noticed, I've taken a little hiatus from podcasting. It's been super busy, even though we haven't been doing as many pet sitting assignments here at Critter Centers More. I have indeed been super busy connecting with my team, connecting with our pet families, and actually just enjoying a little bit of time off uh so today i am going to be talking with lauren moon and lauren is the owner of kobe's doghouse llc which is a doggy daycare and boarding facility out in arizona now you may be thinking why am i connecting with people out in arizona well uh, about a year ago i was reached out to by facebook and invited to participate and a program with them and uh, there are other pet care professionals doing uh, wonderful things uh, across the United States and Lauren is one of them and so I asked Lauren if he would like to participate in my podcast and he said yes so here we are today. Um, Now Lauren runs like I said a doggy daycare and boarding facility. But he is passionate about true care for pets. He has worked uh, both in a veterinary. uh, uh, I'm just not getting that out right. He has worked worked both in the veterinary world and as well as in the grooming world. Uh, So he has spent a lot of time and many years around pets. And uh, he wants everybody who adopts a pet to consider the long-term commitment and your intentions when bringing a new pet into your family. So I am happy to chat with Lauren about all these things. And we're going to head and get started right now. So tell me a little bit about why somebody would choose a uh, cage-free pet care for their, you know, for the pets. And uh, why is that, you know, better for some pets versus boarding in a kennel?
1: Mm, um, well, uh, in this situation here, your your pets are treated like family. Um, they, they have the freedom to go outside to play, run around the house and have freedom here. Um, a kennel, your, your pet is put in a cage and and let out to play for an hour a day while the kennel cleaners clean the kennel and i I don't think that that's um that's not fair for the dogs um you know because they do know what's going on and and I believe that that can damage them mentally um uh, huh. Yeah, I, I feel that the kennels, they do it because they're a business, they're in it for the money, um, and they they treat your dog, your pet, your your family pet, like livestock, is what they do. They, they stack the kennels on top of each other, the cages, um, and treat them like livestock, throw some food and water in there, let them out for an hour a day to play. Um, so they can clean the, tent, the cages. Um, I, I do not believe in that. I, I don't believe in that. Um, they know what's going on, and they, they in a cage free environment, they, they have the, the, uh, the freedom, the ability to do what they want, run around, eat when they want, go outside, potty when they want, um, and they go home happy not damaged so that's about the gist of it um i could talk forever about that but that's that's why i stay cage free i i will never open a a large uh commercial kennel and take on 50 dogs a day i just i don't i i'll buy another home and put more in cage free (laughs) first (laughs) That's about the gist of that. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, I would think though that there are definitely uh, some safety procedures and precautions that you need to take. You know, you're introducing dogs from different families, different backgrounds, uh, different temperaments. So uh, when working within a, a cage-free setting, how do you maintain, you know, uh, you know, safety and uh, you know a zero incidents? Um, yeah. I always like to say, you know, we want to avoid misunderstanding between pets. So, how, okay. how do we avoid that?
1: Uh, first off, uh, you you have to have you have to kind of know what you're doing. You have to connect with the dogs, and and that's that's not something that you learn out of a book. It's it it comes from uh, just just passion of what you do. Now. When, when I, and, and it's also, you have to realize that these, these are dogs, they're, they're family members, but they're dogs, and they do have instincts, and, they, and you got to watch them, you've got to know their body language all the time, you can't, it's, it's a lot more difficult, because you have to be full-time, have your attention on these guys all the time, you don't slack off, you don't, you know, you turn around, what you don't leave. Um, you, you watch them because anything can happen all the time. You got to be watching their body language. When, when you're introducing, I do put them on leash and, and I do have the client walk their dog in and introduce the dogs to the, her, the client dog to the other dogs um, and make sure that they're all comfortable with each other and that the client's comfortable with where they're leaving the dog. Um, and then it, you know it's on, I, I leave them on leash for a while, um, till they get used to each other, even after the client's gone, but it usually doesn't take long and I can, get, I can take them off leash and, um, and they're fine, but that doesn't mean I can turn my back, just never do that um always keep that in mind that anything can happen um be ready to stop something if it does um and just watch them like i say it, it takes it it to connect with these guys it it's it comes from within basically um it's a passion uh the dogs do feel you as you feel the dogs. They they have a really good sense of their environment and who's there and whether or not it's safe and stuff. You'll know if they're nervous um and and you handle that. Treat them all like you would treat your children. Um, so basically dog handling handling experience and just connecting with the dogs um, and 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 just constantly be on alert always um, because they will they'll fight over a toy or something and <laughs> I've I've never had even a bite not one
0: I so. had a when I first adopted uh, my dog, I have a cute little tweenie uh, named Hot Sauce. Uh, when I first uh, brought him home, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was giving him the opportunity to socialize because uh, we only have the, the one pet right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I had taken him to a place that did doggy daycare and they offered a tiny dog Tuesday. <laughs> where they would, you know, guarantee that, you know, it was uh, pets, I think, like 20 pounds and under. Uh, So, you know, he was definitely interacting with other small dogs. Uh, But one of the things that I noticed was there was only ever one person. um, And, and when she, you know, when you showed up to drop off your pup or to pick up your pup, they would leave the the playroom and shut the door behind them. And it was this big brown door. And I'm thinking, what if a fight breaks out, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, you cannot do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, I, I have, well, my daycare dog that I have here right now, Monty, his mom, um, <laughs> had taken hers to another place that was supposed to be cage-free. But what this guy had cameras, and um, what he did was he put Monty in a cage. Monty just cried and cried in Aww. a cage while well, this guy left. Now, he didn't, he didn't uh, like, turn his back on, on all the dogs together in a room or something. He did put him in a cage, but still that's wrong.
0: Right. If you need
1: to go somewhere, um, well, don't take on the dogs. Or you have somebody go, or you get help. You have somebody qualified, and I do stress qualified um, to to watch after the dogs if you have to leave. Um, still, this guy put him in cage for like two hours.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, and that's something that that we always say. It's you know, being being a pet lover is not <laughs> enough. You've got to yeah. be able to watch the signs, you know, know what to look like, yeah. what to look for, understand yeah. when uh, a pup is feeling stress. You know, there's the, mis- yeah. there's the misunderstanding you gotta, you just because connect. they're wagging their tail, they're happy. Not necessarily.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, like I'm going to say, you got to connect with the dog and really feel the dog because, and, and that comes from passion. You know, if your dog has its ears back, sometimes that's a good thing sometimes it's a bad thing and so you really have to know what the situation is and 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 put you know be able to know what if it's a bad thing or if it's a good thing if it's a bad thing then you're going to want to get involved you know you might want to give one a different toy or something and get them doing something else you know what i mean redirect their
0: attention
1: exactly it's it's definitely it's yeah it's constant full-time that's for sure and never never overbook if you're you know i mean if unless you have enough qualified help you know and and i've been there and i've i've had to babysit the help more than the dogs
0: <laughs> so that's good. So, you know, yeah. So, t- you know, ask you what they, they definitely need to ask them about their booking policy. You know, what, 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 how do they handle if they need to leave the home? You know, do they, you know, making sure that mm. somebody is there to pay attention and okay. care for them.
1: If you do get a problem, dog, that happens. Some of them are, are just, they're not going to socialize you either at the meet and greet you you'd, um either you just send them home say I can't take it or um, you you have like I have the house like sectioned off in case if I'm not overbooked and I have to take one that that is a problem I can I can have the dog in a separate section of the house without putting it in a cage right <laughs> you know and sometimes you know even if I have to put one in a separate room it usually only takes about 15 minutes or so, and I can take that dog back out on a leash, and he's got a totally different attitude. All of a sudden, he's best friends with everybody.
0: Well, they just need <laughs> they just need the time to adjust and um, readjust what's yeah. going on. So. Yeah.
1: and you know, right after the pet parent leaves, most of them have separation anxiety going on and stuff, and they're nervous. They're in a new place new people, new dogs, you know, and and they're going to be nervous and they're going to be a little scared and that's that's the time you really got to watch out. Yeah. So yeah. they get comfortable.
0: Um how how do you advise your pet parents to prepare the pups before they bring them to you?
1: Depend okay, <laughs> if they're coming for boarding or something um, I usually tell them to bring something that the, that their pet is comfortable with, you know, their favorite toy, a favorite blanket, um, anything that's going to make them more comfortable here. Um, stuff that they're used to has their, their pet parent smell on it, you know, anything like that helps. Um, but like I say, it usually doesn't take long here because they all just kind of fit in like family, <laughs> you know. But I I do that, you know, I mean, even Bella, she's been here before. And then this time when they brought her, they did, they brought her favorite toys and her favorite blanket and and everything um, that she likes from home makes her more comfortable here. Um, So, and, you know, also when they come, I do, do, do the meet and greet so that, even if it's a dog that's already been here, if I have a different dog here, I got to do the whole thing over again. You know, they'll bring them in the yard with leash and, and we'll get everybody used to everybody again. But yeah, dogs do, don't forget. But usually it's, it's if I have a new one here or something. Um,
0: okay. One of the things that we had chit chatted uh. a little bit ago about was the fact that. There were an incredible amount of adoptions uh, during the first few months of COVID. People were home and they felt like they had time to, you know, bring in a dog and socialize them. Uh, What are some things uh, that people should be focused on and thinking about when they decide to add uh, a new pet to their family?
1: This is yeah, this is a huge problem with people. Uh, I call it puppy face oh, a lot of times. They they see a, a cute little puppy or something, and oh, wouldn't that be nice? But they're not thinking about the commitment, the expense. Um, it, when you t- when you take on a a a new pet in the family, a dog, it's a 17 year commitment. Um, period. Um, you know, don't don't take one on for you have to know that. Don't, don't be thinking, you know, that it's temporary or something. Um, also expenses, you know, there's veterinary care. Um, there's all the, you know, the vaccinations, um, and dogs will be dogs. Sometimes poo-poo occurs and then you have to take them to the vet. For I have one that has valley fever, Cost me, you know, pills every month. Um, I mean, these are the kind of things that you have to take into consideration when you're taking on a pet, you might as well be taking on another child. You know, um, these guys, they, they have like a, a even six, seven year old, like mine here, their, their mentality level stays at about a two year old toddler. So you're gonna, if you work all day, or if you're taking vacations, you got to start considering daycare or boarding. That's costly. So, basically, the commitment and and the, the cost, you know, the expenses involved, you got to take that in consideration when you see that cute little puppy, <laughs> you know. And remember, he's not going to be a cute little puppy forever, and then, but how you, how you uh, take care of your dog, how you bring your dog up, your dog is going to be a reflection of how you treat that dog, you know, how you raise that dog is going to be a reflection of you. A lot of people are getting dogs for the wrong reason, and that's why they're ending up on the streets and in shelters and, and, um, and stuff, and, they're, and they're, not, they're not considering the, uh, the commitment and expense. Yeah, I don't know I you know I see them chained out in their yard and stuff it's like well what happened you know I well the, the dog was uh chewing my furniture up and stuff you know? well that's not what you do you don't chain your dog you don't take your dog out in the yard you know or whatever it's those things everybody needs to think about everybody you know there's potty training there's training involved as far as, you know, puppies, yeah, they're gonna chew your, bring him to Kobe's doghouse while you go to work. He's not gonna chew your couch. And at the same time, I'm gonna train him not to do that.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, start to pull your resources early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make sure you know what health is out there for you. Um, yeah, that having a having pet oh. is not like having a child. A child, you can explain it to. Um, a, yeah, you know, a pet, you've got to work with what they understand.
1: <laughs> what they understand, that's correct. And, and that's another thing is a lot of people don't understand how much they really do understand.
0: Okay.
1: Um, it takes them a little bit longer, but uh, they, they do know what's going on. See, they reason. Doug. that's why they're, they're, they're trainable as they are, because they have the ability to reason so they can put things together and figure out what's going on they can understand a lot more than people think
0: but you have to be willing to do it in a way that is going to benefit them right. and um you know encourage them it's all about encouragement
1: exactly it's never with a heavy hand yeah. it's always with praise um and and repetitiveness repetitiveness you know um and they begin to understand and they learn I, I like to say, people.
0: we have to train ourselves uh, in so many ways, you know, we, um, and, and we, ha- well. we have to be consistent within, you know, what we are doing. It, it can't be once, you know, once a month, once a week, mm-hmm. it's not even sometimes once a day. It's every single time you want a result, you, you know, as the owner, need to be willing to go through the motions. You know, and in, in the right format with the right encouragement like, to get those results.
1: Like we talked about in the emails, was um, educating the people. You know, um, they they're, they need a lot more educating as far as how this works. You know, with with having pets and um, raising them the right, doing the right things, um, expecting. The unexpected. Um, knowing your commitment, um, yeah, there just needs to be a lot more education about this whole thing, and and we would have a lot less problem with uh, shelter <laughs> pets and street dogs and stuff. I'm just very passionate about that. People need to. I think there needs to be a lot more education for the and, people, and
0: you definitely need to take time with your decision to adopt.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah, make sure that you're, you're getting the right one that fits you, fits your household. Um, don't get one for the wrong reason. Yeah. Um, you know, have an idea of what your expenses are going to be, your commitments. Um, so, yeah, you want to take your time and get, get something that you're going to want and be comfortable with for the next 17 years.
0: So, what are your tips? To raise a happy, healthy, best friend uh, with love and compassion.
1: You said it right there. You raise them with love and compassion, and that's what you get back. Period. If if you're gonna be heavy-handed, mean, you know, um, kicking your dog out because he, you know, peed in a corner. If you're treating, you're you're gonna get what you put into it. You know, the way you treat your dog is what you're gonna get back. If you want a nice, loving, friendly, um, warm, um, uh, never-ending love companion, then that's the way you treat the dog, and that's what you get back. And you get unconditional love from these guys. Um, But if you're if you're treating them wrong, you're you're going to get a dog that treats you wrong. You're going to get into a cycle that way and um it just it doesn't know how exactly to explain it um you're you're gonna get back exactly what you put into it if you if you put in your time your love you know your passion to your pet then you're gonna get that back
0: And and then again Early on socialization is important. So bring in the trainers, uh, get them to doggy daycare, doggy play dates. Um -hmm. make sure that um, you know, if leaving them at home all day means crating them, um, then make sure then you know consider, you know, if if you know if not bringing in a pet sitter isn't right then consider getting them you know to a place like kobe's Doghouse, where they can mm-hmm. play interact with other humans other pets and learn important socialization skills
1: because that. that's
0: going to make them a happier and healthier dog and it's going to yep. make the time that you spend with them in the long run much and while better.
1: they're and well while they're here a place like mine they they get they, they learn their, their manners, you know, their basic obedience and stuff that they need. Um, so it's just, it's a win-win to bring them somewhere like this. You can crate them, and a lot of people do that. Um, they do that so they're not pooping in the house or chewing up the couch or something. Um, um, but that's that's one of those things that we talked about when you, when you get your pet take take the expense into consideration you know um what's going to be right for your pet um and definitely if you're in an apartment don't get you know some great big great dane or something (laughs) you know or a german shepherd that needs a lot of room to run around if you're going to do that yeah bring your dog to daycare during the day while you go to work you know and um I, yeah, all this needs to be taken into consideration and really thought about, like you said, give it some time, you know, before you adopt um, and get what's going to be right for you and and definitely take into consideration, you know, expenses. You get, like a child, you have to take it to daycare um, or, you know, and, and just, just know what you're getting into
0: when you do it Yeah. And, and especially you know larger dogs with lots of energy we were walking one uh, you said a German Shepherd uh, mm. uh, we were hired to do daily dog walks for a German Shepherd who was crated up until oh. the time we got there and this poor thing just had so much energy to burn as a pup. <laughs> you know in, in the end we decided it was in the pup's best interest to encourage The pet parents to get them into a daycare where they could burn, where he could burn off that energy all afternoon, and come home and you know be ready to you know do a nice gentle walk and socialize and cuddle up on the on the uh, on the couch with his parents. So,
1: yeah, exactly. It's so much better for them, and and like we covered before, that's the difference between a kennel and a cage-free place like this. Um, One day, that's going to catch on. <laughs> oh. I had to. Say, we've got
0: a. We've got a few more in our area. We have a few more uh, boarding facilities that are, you know, if nothing else, have the private runs, um, and you know, are offering uh, large areas for them to play in. So they're not yeah. being created all day long.
1: Yeah. And I love being being able
0: to refer those out to, you know, Mm -hmm. to clients who were pet sitting isn't necessarily the right answer. We have lots of pets, we have, you know, we take care of lots of dogs who do very well being at home, you know, three, four visits a day, they're happy in their own space, you know, Uh, but, you know, there are times where it's just not the best for them. And uh, particularly somebody who has a lot of medical needs, or a lot of high anxiety being left alone, you know, um, you want them to be comfortable and be able to, you know, enjoy releasing that energy.
1: Yeah, so. exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well, I appreciate you spending oh. some time with me this morning. I know you're several hours yeah. behind me, uh, but um, <laughs> are any final thoughts? Uh, anything else that people should know when they are looking for the right boarding facility for their pets?
1: Boy, I don't. I you know, I think we covered it. But when they're looking for a uh, dog daycare even cage-free, do your research, definitely. Um, There's a lot of people out there that they claim to be dog daycares and they they really don't have a clue. Um, They're trying to, you know, make money. Uh, They're in the wrong business. They don't know it, but do your research. Talk to the provider the pet care provider. Um make sure, you know, look look for certificates. Um state license. Um make sure check this guy's check check up Google, Facebook, whatever. Make sure you know what's been happening there. Um and and shop around. Get a good one. You know. Price there don't don't trust if somebody's like 30 bucks a day and this guy's 15 bucks a day. Um, ch- check them out really good.
0: Yeah, make sure, make sure that, you know, a quick buck isn't their priority, but the care for your pet is.
1: The, the care, yeah, exactly. I mean, somebody that's actually insured, check for that. Because you want your pet covered if something happens. Right um check their facility at their even like here it's my home. But check it out. I mean I I treat my yard all the time, treat my house for um, any, you know. First off, I, I make sure that they're vaccinated. Right. Always. Um, so that's another thing you need to consider when you're doing the daycare or bring your dog to daycare. Make sure you got that done. But then my yard's treated, all these things. I'm fully insured, um, so your dog's covered. Um, not gonna catch any any parvo or distemper or any kind of fungal, like uh, valley fever or anything out here in my yard. It's totally safe. Right. Check all that. Make sure that the daycare is doing this. Um,
0: and somebody who is running a reputable daycare doggy play day center is not going to mind showing you the entire property.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that all comes with a meet and greet. And that's why that's what I mean it's, it's to make sure that the pet parent is comfortable with where they're bringing the pet. You know, this is like a child to them. You know, so you make sure if you're taking your child to a daycare that you're taking your child to a safe daycare. So do your research. That's that's what I have to say. And check out where you're bringing your pet. And if something doesn't
0: ring right with you, trust your instinct.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Trust your dog. If it doesn't ring right to your dog. they
0: Absolutely. (laughs)
1: They'll you let know, you know. Then, then yeah, something's wrong. <laughs> Trust your dog. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I mean. the The dog has to be comfortable. The pet parent has to be comfortable, and I have to be comfortable. You know, um, and so I, I can be kind of selective sometimes, <laughs> but that that goes both ways. Like you say, um, what they should look for is make sure that. Uh, they do their research and they're comfortable with where they're leaving their dog. Don't leave your dog with just anybody. Right. Because something could go wrong and you're going to, you're going to have the bill uh, make sure that they have the insurance and they're covered and they have everything, um, you know, that they're licensed.
0: <laughs> and that they're educated in proper pet care care. Educated. So. <laughs>
1: exactly. Question them. Question them. What what will you do if, if something happens? You know, or how is this covered? Or um, question them just like you're questioning me, and listen to their answers. You know, um, that that's what I suggest to anybody.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much again for your time today, and. Uh, <laughs> i'm gonna post your information up on our page so if people have questions or you know that they might want to reach out to you just to learn a little bit more about what you would suggest that would be mm-hmm. great um i know you're sure. located in arizona uh so, yeah. so you know for us, our listeners on the east coast it might be a little bit far for you but i really hope that you've taken some time to listen to his tips and on what you should be looking for if you are considering uh, a dog daycare or boarding your pet while you're traveling. Thank you for listening in today. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Want more great tips on pet care and other pet resources? Then head on over to our website, www dot critter and more dot com. And be sure to check out our Facebook page, Facebook.com dot slash sitters and more dot VA peninsula.